Hey everyone, saddle up and get yourself ready for the Horse Business Advice Podcast, where I share tips and insights for horse business owners around the world on all kinds of things to do with running your business. I'm Melody, online horse business coach, mother, lover of horses, collector of far too many saddle pads, and unicorn obsessed. I'm absolutely passionate about helping equine-related businesses get the confidence to move forward and get organized enough to be able to still have a life and a business at the same time. Now, I don't want you out there struggling to find the help you need, wondering what the hell to do next. I'm here to tell you that you do not have to go on this journey of horse business alone. So come along and join my free Facebook group, Equine Entrepreneurs Horse Business Advice, and be part of a really supportive and thriving community of horse business owners from around the world. Welcome, welcome. It's Melody here. And in today's episode of the Horse Business Advice podcast, I'm going to talk to you about gaining confidence in your business. I come across a lot of business owners that The whole idea, particularly of social media, but also of just generally marketing, is quite horrifying for them. They feel quite frightened about it. They feel anxious. They don't want to upset anybody. What if somebody doesn't agree with my post? What if I don't know all the answers? What if I upset the person down the road that I don't know? Uh, All of those sorts of things come up for people. And so then their response is typically to very sparsely post, very vanilla posts that don't show any of their personality, don't give a lot of information and certainly aren't selling their products or services very well for them. So people come to me and they say, Mel, I don't have enough clients or I need to make more sales. And often I will say to them, what have you been doing? Like, how often are you posting? And they'll say, oh, I've posted twice on Facebook this month and roll their eyes. The thing is, that's not going to work. There's there's lots of reasons, but, you know, people need more than one touch point before they decide to buy from you. Um, between 2 and 4% of your audience on Facebook is going to see your posts organically in their newsfeed, like I could just go on forever. And then the whole people are scrolling and whilst it might register as they've seen it, did they read it? Did they pay attention to it? Were they in a position to act on it at that moment? Was it the right time for them? So there's a whole lot of reasons why posting more than once or twice on social media is a good idea if you want to market your business properly. I mean, at the end of the day, if you hide in the corner Nobody is going to know that you exist. Nobody's going to buy your stuff. And ultimately, you are going to have to learn to stand on the roof and shout out to the world and tell them that you exist. And there's no way around that. Now, if you're that person that genuinely feels like you hate social media, you hate marketing, you're absolutely not prepared to put yourself out there, there's no way you would even say what your name is, you wouldn't put a photo of yourself on social media, you wouldn't make a comment on social media in order to get your business out, then there's two things you need to consider. First of all, if you are in a position to hire a social media slash marketing manager, 
then that's what you need to do. But if you're not in a position to do that and you're not prepared to put yourself out there, then don't complain when your business doesn't fly. Because if you work for yourself, if you have your own business and you don't have the money to outsource your marketing to somebody else, then you are the marketing department and you need to market your business. So you need to have the confidence to put yourself out there. Now, how do we get that confidence? It can be really scary. I understand it. A lot of it is just the story that we tell ourselves though. You know, we can start off in business and we can go in with the attitude that it's, you know, it's going to be successful. It's going to be amazing. People are going to love my stuff. I'm going to sell a thousand of this product in the first week. And then anything under that is a complete disappointment. But not look at your marketing and recognize that, you know, one social media post to a group of 300 people was never going to sell a thousand products. So the other option is you can come into it and think, this is going to be a great success. I'll grow towards my goals. I'm going to put myself out there as much as I need to. I'm going to learn from each time I try to market something and adjust things as I go and if you've worked with me or followed me for any length of time you'll know one of my favorite sayings is test assess adjust repeat and so that's something that you need to be doing all the time with your marketing test assess it then adjust it if you need to and then repeat and just keep going and going and going along that lines the third option is you could come into your business and think this is going to be shit. It's not going to work. Probably only going to make $100. Um, I'm not really worthy of being paid. So as long as I break even, I'll be happy. And it's surprising how many people I come across that are in that situation. And that is the story that they're telling themselves that they're not worthy, that they're not good enough, that they don't deserve to make money, that all of those stories that we all tell ourselves and perhaps it comes back to something that somebody said to us in the past or a childhood memory or uh, even something that our parents ingrained into us about our money mindset. But at the end of the day, what you need to focus on is the attitude of moving your business forward. If you want to be in business, then you're going to have to take these steps and go out of your comfort zone and get the confidence to put yourself out there. So how do we get more confident in business? Look, there's all sorts of advice I can give you, but I'm going to give you four things to focus on for today. The first thing is, is be yourself. It's so much harder to create social media when you're trying to create it in a language that's not familiar to you. And when I say language, a way of speaking. So if you're trying to, you know, come across as something that you're not, um, it's going to be really hard. It's never going to flow easily out of you. If you can be yourself, it's far easier because you can literally write your marketing, write your social media posts, write your marketing emails in conversational language, that would be typically how you would speak. It becomes authentic. It makes you approachable, makes you likable, and people buy from people that they know, like, and trust. It also helps you to appear to be a human being on a world of social media and internet where we don't come into contact with human beings as much 
and people will support a person, a human being. So be yourself, put your own personality into your marketing, put your own twist on the marketing. Don't just follow what somebody else does and try and make it sound like you're this massive business that's been established for 50 years and you have 10 warehouses don't pretend to be what you're not be authentic and genuine and people will be attracted to you and it will be a heck of a lot easier to put yourself out there when you don't have that fear of getting found out what if people find out I'm, I don't have a warehouse what if people find out I'm working from home part-time with a toddler under my feet you know, we don't want to be stressing it. You know, life's stressful enough. Let's not be stressing about the sort of things that I mentioned there because what's the point? We don't need to be like that. The second tip I have for you is practice, practice, practice. We all know that. Now, a lot of us are horse riders, right? We all know that we are not going to go and ride a medium level dressage test without having put in the groundwork, having put in the basics, and then having practiced the heck out of all of those moves. We know that you have to practice before you can go to a competition or ride at a certain level, or even ride a trail ride that is a really complicated ride. The horse needs to be fit. You need to be prepared. You need to be wearing the right gear. They need to be wearing the right gear. All of that sort of thing comes into play there. Now, we know as horse riders that we have to practice, but as business owners, we tend to go, oh, I tried that once and it didn't work. Now, imagine where we would all be if we had a bad ride on our horse. We couldn't get left lead on the canter one day and we've just gone, oh, I tried to canter left once and it didn't work out, so I'm never going to try again. I mean, we just wouldn't do that, would we? But as business owners, I see people do that all the time. Oh, I, I tried TikTok once and, and nobody looked at my TikTok, so it doesn't work. Or the flat statement, Instagram doesn't work for horse businesses, which was something that somebody once said to me. And I was like, uh, yeah, you probably posted twice and used two hashtags. So yeah, no, it probably didn't work for you. But how about we try again? So you need to practice these things. And it's about coming, stepping out of your comfort zone. So you step out of your comfort zone just a little bit. Just put your toe in the water. But you need to keep doing it repeatedly. So that's another tip. Third tip is, and this could sound harsh, but it's you're going to have to grow a thick skin. Uh, I am a sensitive little flower at the best of times. So I really do understand how it can feel terrifying to put yourself out there. And that anything that anyone says is like a stab in the chest. I really do get that. But in business, we do. We need to grow a thick skin. We need to learn that not everyone is going to love us. And we need to be okay with that. And we need to think about serving the audience and the people and the customers that we do connect with and let go of the outcome of the rest of them. So we need to be able to just not worry about those things. If somebody doesn't like me and unfollows my page, is that a bad thing or a good thing? Well, it's probably a good thing because if they see a post that you did and they unfollow your page as a result, probably weren't going to buy from you. This 
social media and marketing is never particularly about changing people's minds. It's never about convincing people that your thing, your product, your service is better than what they believe in right now. It's more about finding people that believe in what you believe in and sharing your product or service with them. So you can put out posts that maybe are educational and people may disagree with them and that's okay. It is your business page if we're talking about posting on uh, social media, say on your business page or on your Instagram account. You have every right to delete any comments that don't serve you or your business or respond to them eloquently enough so that you show a little respect but also a little authority that it is your page and it's your business because after all what you've posted is about making connections for your business so if somebody chooses to disagree with you and say you know that product's no good or what the service that you're offering is you know it's not worth it or it's shit or whatever then you have every right to get rid of that Because it's not an open forum. It's not an open discussion forum. That is your business, your place of business. So don't be afraid to just ruthlessly delete and ban people. But also just don't take things to heart as much as possible. And very difficult if you're sensitive. Very difficult if you're an introvert. But... It's something you need to train yourself to be. And you can't spend three years doing that. You're going to have to find a way to very quickly get over worrying about every single little comment and review and every single tiny little thing and take a step back and look at the big picture overall because that's always going to be more important. You know, sometimes you might post things that are polarising um, and I see people particularly in the bodywork and saddle fitting um, industries doing this and they, they'll post something that's um, perhaps going against the grain of what traditional riding or training or bodywork or whatever has, has been saying and they'll say, you know, this is actually what's happening and that's why this is bad and there'll be arguments and there'll be all sorts of things but at the end of the day they're sharing their opinion They're educating the broader audience of who is interested and the people that aren't interested, there's nothing that they can do to change their mind. It's it might be something that they can share and educate people with, but it's not about changing people's opinion of you necessarily. So bear that in mind. And when people come back and say well that's a load of crap I don't believe in that or you're saying the wrong thing or how would you know blah 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 then they're not talking about you as a human being they're talking about the words that you wrote and it does it's just not important it really isn't you know the same goes for people leaving negative reviews within reason and I could do a whole podcast on that and perhaps I should but There'll be always be one person that's never happy. You know, we've probably all come across that one person. No matter what you do, you can't make them happy. I certainly have. They might say they're happy for five minutes and then the next minute they say, I've ruined their life. You know, it, it just, you know, that happens. So what you have to do is take a step back and think, did I really do anything wrong? Did I... You know, have I really deliberately ruined this person's life or, you know, whatever drama they've said, destroyed their day, whatever? Or 
Is it just one person and does their opinion actually matter? And nine times out of ten, provided that you really didn't do something wrong and, you know, if you have, accept it, apologise, make it right, move on with your life. Um, but then nine times out of ten, it's really not your concern. It's, it's about them, it's a reflection of them and not a reflection of you. And the longer you sit and look at it, and screenshot it and send it to all your friends and tell them how terrible it is, the more you're going to think about it, the more it's going to consume you and the less confidence it's going to give you. So it's going to take away confidence. It's like a confidence sucker to be stressing about what other people are doing and what other people are saying. So grow a thick skin. That's that, that piece of advice. The fourth suggestion is... What would future Melody do? I ask myself this all the time. Project yourself into your future self. What would the successful business owner that I am in the, in the future, what would, what would successful business Melody do? If this was, you know, if I, if I was successful, if I was confident, so this is you saying this to yourself, if, if I was successful and confident, how often would I be posting? What kind of energy would I be putting into my post? What kind of things would I be saying? How often, what platforms would I be using? And would I be asking for the sale? Would I be asking people to buy my stuff, book in with me? That is something that you can try and think of and almost, and you know, if it helps you, you could create a little profile and you could put, put it on your wall or put it on your uh, screensaver or something, you know, Melody's been it successfully business coaching for 20 years and she's made a million dollars and she drives a Ferrari and I don't want to drive a Ferrari I don't even know why I said that but if you get the idea of projecting something into the future so that you can picture what your future successful self would be like which then you can ask yourself well what would you say what would you say what would you be doing what social media what marketing what is the successful person that I will be in the future? What are they doing so I can do it now? So think about that and think about the future and what you might do in the future. And, and another way of doing that is looking at people that you look up to, people in your industry, people in the same kind of business as you, as you perhaps people that are further along in their business journey than you are and look at what they're doing and look at what confidence they are showing and model your own stuff off that from a point of view of the confidence not copying people's posts or copying people's social media um, marketing emails or anything like that but just modeling their confidence they're putting themselves out there they're posting regularly they're not worrying about the couple of people that don't agree with them they're completely being themselves and it's all working for them because they're doing those things. So gaining confidence in the business is about making sure you've done your market research. That's important. You need to understand that there is a need for your business, that your business is going to work, that you have done your sums and you are across the numbers, leftwards, forwards, sideways and backwards. You need to be across everything to be confident. If you are lying awake at night stressing, about whether this business is going to work. Do people actually want my stuff? Are people going to buy it? Is it the right color? 
will people book in with me? Will they like me? Will they ask me back again? Will they come back for another lesson? All of those sorts of things. If you haven't actually done your business plan and created a structured approach to how you're going to achieve that, then that's going to add to your stress and added stress takes away confidence. So have a look at your stresses and see what you can remove. And often it is the case of creating a business plan, sitting down and doing some often confronting but necessary number crunching or in melody terms, mathsing, and actually then understanding where you're headed. You really have to have some goals and you also have to have a belief that you can reach them. You need to speak positively about yourself. You need to not say, I'm no good at this. I'm no good at, I hear people say this all the time, I'm shit at social media. That is just not going to help your confidence. Instead, what you could say is, I am still learning to wrangle social media, or I find, I'm finding it hard, but I'm trying. But if you knock yourself down, again, that's not doing your confidence any good. Because if you don't believe in yourself, how do you expect anybody else to? Here's my last parting tip for you. And I've said this to a lot of clients. Uh, It's a favorite saying of mine. Jump off the cliff. Learn how to build the parachute on the way down. So what I mean by that is... Don't wait until you're feeling 100% confident about absolutely everything. Start now. Start today. Start small. But build from there. So do something every day towards building your confidence. Don't sit in the I am unconfident box and hope that some magic wand is going to come and get waved over you and you're suddenly magically going to be confident you are going to have to work on it. And there's no better time to start than today. So I will leave you with that thought. And what I would love for you to do is to take one step out of your comfort zone today and do something that can help you build your confidence. Now, if you want to share with me what you've done, then find me on my Facebook group, Horse Business Advice, so it's Equine Entrepreneurs Horse Business Advice, or send me an email on my website. I'd love to hear from you. So I'll leave you with that thought. Good luck. Go forward with confidence. I look forward to hearing from you.